Hey, this is Spiritual Breath. Hey, I'm glad you stopped in. And I want to continue on with part two of the strategical praying. Um, if you haven't heard the first one, please go back to the first one where it's strategic praying for purpose. This one is strategic praying for uh, strategic, powerful prayer. Yeah, strategic, powerful prayer. This is the time where we're going to talk about after you have mastered the purpose, your prayer purpose, we want to sit talk about um, four different steps on how to pray for strategic powers against the attacks of things that run up uh, against you. Be able to address those uh, forces that try to persuade you or encourage you to go against the will of God. So again, remember, our whole purpose of this conversation that we're having is creating a one-on-one. One needs to open up the hidden powers of prayer, expecting the unexpected as they prepare themselves to win. How do we do that? Yeah, strategic, powerful praying. Let's talk about that. There are four things that we will be talking about in this type uh, topic for today. And one would be understanding your opponent, know your battleground, determine your opponent's strategy against you, and write out your stra- uh, strategy. Did you hear that? Write out your strategy. You know, people don't uh, enter, uh, enter into prayer as a mission or an assignment. Remember, uh, in the earlier passage, I said, uh, that we're supposed to be praying for objectives. We are with objectives. We want to have a goal while we're praying and what we expect to get out of it. So with step one, understanding your opponent, you have to understand what you're up against. You know, when you look at the Bible, the Bible talks about the adversary and how he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And it says, if it would be, it doesn't mean it has to happen, but because we know that his attack is to to belittle us, to demean us, and to try to get us out of the will of God, we have to understand how to approach him. We need to take focus and, and see the very attack that is coming from the adversary. Learn how to pray. Learn how to ask God for guidance and direction. Learn how to seek his face. Tell him, God, how do I defend myself against this act? So how do we defend this act? By knowing what you're up against. So now, your prayer now that you know how to pray for purpose, let's attack the adversary. Lord, I need help. That's how we can start off. There are things oppressing against me that I don't understand. And it seems like I continue to do things wrong. Even though I want to do right, it seems like I keep going the wrong direction. So God, I need you to help me. Am I the one that's deliberately put myself in this way? Or is this a learning lesson or a learning curve? Is this something that you are allowing to happen to teach me how to come closer to you? Is this an eye-getting moment uh, bringing me to attention that I need to ask for deliverance? If that be said, God, forgive me for all the things that I've done or said that's not of you help me to address this situation so I can move forward with you understanding your battlefield number two you have to understand that the devil does not want to see you blessed nor does he want you to get on the battlefield always remember the story of David and, and Goliath and Samuel's first Samuel I think it's chapter 17 I want you to understand it may be 16 look at 16 and 17 I think 16 talks about the, um, uh, David becoming king and 17 talks about the actual battle with with Goliath but the thing is he does not want you to get on the battlefield because he knows if you get on the battlefield you're going to be properly equipped especially if you're trusting in God especially if you're asking God to help you and direct you you know that David one thing he did was he got on the battlefield with not a sword not a knife but all he has was a slingshot 
So God prepared him for the battle by giving him the five shiny stones. And that was all that he needed. So what I'm telling you today, God will prepare you, but you have to understand that you have to be willing to get on the battlefield with the understanding that God is leading you. And the only way you can know if God is leading you is to create a strategic plan of attack. You have to do some surveillance. You have to understand what you're up against, knowing that the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But you have to understand what is he trying to destroy in your life? What is he trying to kill? And is this killing to, for the betterment of you? Because sometimes you have to kill yourself because you became too prideful or you became too complacent. And in your situation, maybe God is trying to elevate you or bring you out of that place of comfort. So you need to get yourself to a place where you understand, is it time to get on the battlefield? And am I properly equipped to fight the battle that is coming before me? Because the devil, one thing he does is try to get you to engage in the battlefield earlier than what you need. Meaning coming there ill-equipped, facing to fight him one-on-one -on -one when you need to fight him with God. Because in Jehoshaphat, uh, God said, uh, Jehoshaphat, God said that uh, the battle is not here. I think that's in Chronicles. I think it's 20. But you'll see Jeho Jehoshaphat say, the battle is not mine, it's the Lord. And, and he said that God will fight your battles. So you have to understand that you're not supposed to be going up and fight the devil when you got a God that is all powerful, all knowing, and in all place that can fight on your behalf. You just need to put yourself in place that God be with you, God be in you, and he leads you into this battle. In John, I think it is 14, um, it says that, uh, uh, 17, John 14, 17, it says that when the spirit of truth come, who the world cannot see or receive, but you'll receive it because it'll dwell with you and in you. That type of thing only happens when your prayer is in tune and you have lined up with the things of God where the Holy Ghost that you trust that is in you will lead and guide you and protect you, guiding you to a place that equips you to stand and do the things that you're called to do. Step three is determine your opponent's strategy against you. As I mentioned earlier, you have to begin to pray and ask God to give you the understanding and the guidance and the direction of what's been happening in your life so that you will understand the things that you set before you. What better way to know the devil than to ask God what is he allowed to happen? Remember, Job shows in chapter one that uh, the devil says, uh, uh, when God said, have you seen my servant Job, one that was shunned evil? He said, well, you got your protection around it. So you see that he petitioned God for certain things to happen in your life. And God only allows certain things to happen. What better way to do is to go and see God, what is it that the devil's trying to do in my life? And then lastly, we have write out your strategy. You have to begin to seek God and get clarity of what happened. List the characteristics of the things that are pressing against you. What have you learned about the adversary right now? What have you learned about the opportunity, the problematic situation that are coming your way? You want to have a clear description of what's going on so you can lay it out and then begin to counteract those things by looking in the Bible, finding those supporting scriptures that talk about these different types of attacks that are happening to you. Because remember, uh, Solomon says there's nothing new under the sun in the Ecclesiastic. Knowing that, then that where there's somewhere in that Bible, there should be some scriptures to support what you're facing and some illustration of how people made it through. I need you to go in the Bible, make the Bible one of your tools in prayer. I mean, a lot of times we go into prayer and pray for what we need, yes. But when you're talking about strategic and sitting there and lining things up, trying to reach your objective, you need to bring the word of God into that equation so that you can sit there and have it mapped out. So you'll be able to better explain to yourself and strengthen yourself with the word. 
you know, heaven and hell shall pass away, but God's word would stand. And God gave us a Jesus that has gave us a, a clear illustration of how to fight the devil when he went into uh, the, the 40 days and 40 nights where the adversary tempted him three times. And each time that he was tempted, he said, it is written, it is written, it is written. What better way to uh, fight off the adversary in the attacks that you have than to uh, remind him of the written word of Jesus Christ, the word of God that he has given to us to help us to navigate through this world. So again, the Bible is the most important tool to be utilized along with your connection, relationship, and trust in the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you into directly, uh, direct you into the things of God. And last thing, you need to know the detailed plans of using both offense and defense um, tactics to win the battle. In other words, by praying, you want to be able to say, Lord, I need your help and assistance. And here are the things that I have seen that the adversary has attacked me with these demonic presence that are coming against me. But I need you to teach me how to offset these things. Teach me how to pray. Teach me how to fast. Teach me how to read your word. Teach me to do whatever is needed that I'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. I know I don't fight against flesh and blood, but the spirits and rulers, are, and I'm talking about Ephesians 6 and uh, 10 through 12, you'll start seeing the layout of, of the attack that Paul was talking about. And then he said he equipped us. So in other words, Paul gave us the same picture that I'm sharing with you now when you know what you're fighting against then you can understand what is needed to defeat the adversary because remember we're praying for a win-win situation we're sitting up here and opening ourselves to the hidden powers of prayer expecting the expected and unexpected as we prepare ourselves to win it is our goal and our objective to put ourselves in a win-win situation am i saying that this will make things better somehow yes and then somehow no, because if you're not going to put the effort in it, then it's going to bring limitations. But when you focus on the things of God and you give your all, I promise you, no matter what happens, you will always have a win-win situation. It may not be a comfortable place. It may not uh, uh, manifest itself as quickly as you think. It may not come to fruition that day, but eventually by and by it will. So I want to encourage you all to work on your prayer practice. Take some of these notes that we have uh, shared with you from Part one now to part two. Part one, praying for a purpose. And part two, a strategically powerful prayer. Um, this will help you. This is just a beginning step for you. And if you would like to more uh, know more about this, uh, different lines of prayer, please do me a favor. Reach out to me, ApostleJTJohnson at gmail.com. And I'll be glad to take someone on time to Zoom meet with you and talk to you and try to encourage you. Or if you don't have a church home, you're looking for a church home, you'd like to sit back and hear the word of God on Sunday, uh, Monday, and, and Wednesday, please hit me up. Let me give you my Zoom meeting uh, information so you can tune in. We meet at 1130 on Sunday morning and then on Monday and on Wednesday, we meet uh, at 730 where we talk about the strategic things of God. We teach about strategic prayer. We talk about living. Uh, a, a, a righteous life. We talk about so many different topics because that's our iron sharpen iron moments where we have interaction conversation. That's Monday and Wednesday. One is Monday is a power pack uh, session where we talk about the, the, the deeper things of God. And these are for um, people that really are seeking the things of God and they want to know a little bit more. This is like an advanced teaching, but anybody can come on. Um, and then on Wednesday is the normal Bible teaching where we sit back and we sometimes recap what we talked on Sunday or whatever God leads us to do. Again, it's an interactive conversation where we teach and we learn. 
So I want to encourage you again, if you want to know more, reach out to my email again, apostlejtjohnson at gmail.com, and I'll be more than happy to talk to you. But if not, keep looking to this podcast, and I believe I'll have a word for you to encourage. Hey, until I talk to you again, be blessed. Share this with somebody. Tell them about this podcast. And if any time you want some just some motivation or encouraging, you can reach me on my other podcast called Feeding a Thought. Feeding a thought is just that. I try to give you intellectual conversation to help you look at things with different perspective in hopes to help you to see things differently and to encourage you to keep being who you are and what you are as you go forth and navigate through life. Hey, life is full of enjoyment. We just need to know how to get there. So until I talk to you again, have a great one.